Welcome back to another episode of Off Topic. We have a lot of information to get through today. And I think the biggest one that uh, we didn't cover last week is the James Harden to to the Brooklyn Nets trade. Ian, that was a big trade. Yep. Um, Harden finally got what he wanted and got out of Houston. Um, I don't know. James Harden's kind of a baby. Like, I get he wasn't happy and stuff, but like, I don't know. It's just name another job in the world where you could just like wear a fat suit to get out of, (laughs) to get out of doing work basically. Like, I don't know these. I think, I think the nets are obviously really, really, really good. Um, now they were before, but now they're pretty much unstoppable. They have a, I don't want to say cakewalk, but they, they should cakewalk to the finals. They really should. Yeah, do you think he was actually wearing a fat suit? I mean, did you see the pictures? Yes, it he, looked. It's he very had convincing. to be like he was. I don't know about a fat suit, but he was wearing layers, no mm-hmm. doubt, no doubt. He was trying to look fat so that they would trade him. Yeah, he okay, so he looks like a big boy in Houston, and now in Brooklyn, he looks skinnier than ever. So I don't know what happened there, but anyways, the details of the trade: the Nets gave up four first rounders and four first ones. First round swaps. Karis Levert went to the Pacers. Oladipo to the Rockets. There are also some players that went to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Just a huge trade overall. Uh, but that Karis Levert to the Pacers is very interesting because in his physical with the Pacers, an MRI revealed a small mass on his kidney. And so it, in all like honesty, that was probably like the best thing for Karis Levert's health to be traded. That's scary. But yeah, I know you're saying like, they might not have found out about that if he didn't have to go through like a physical to get to a new team. Yeah. He just said um, that like that honestly might have just saved his life in the long run. Yeah. Legit. That's, that's scary. Mm -hmm. I hope he's all right. Cause I mean, personally, I think the, the Pacers got a really kind of won that trade a little bit. Like Oladipo didn't want to be there and Karis LeVert's a stud. So, and the Pacers aren't bad at all. Sabonis, Brogdon, and Levert as their big three now. That's solid. That's super solid. Yeah, and Oladipo, he was on an expiring contract, so he didn't want to be there. He probably wasn't going to resign the offseason. You might as well get somebody who's younger and somebody who has the potential to be better than Victor Oladipo and Karis Levert. So, they did a good job there. Uh, Another thing on the Brooklyn Nets front, Kyrie. It's just been a drama-filled past two or three weeks with him. Yeah, Um, I've been waiting since last Monday when we recorded to rant about Kyrie. I I am so sick of that guy. He does not give a fuck about basketball. And, like, he's just, oh, how come you haven't been playing? I don't want to. That was his answer. It's like, dude. You are you have the most privileged job in the entire world. You get paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to play a game. And apparently a game where if you don't want to play, you don't have to. Um, he was fined just under a million dollars by the NBA for the seven games he missed. Um, the Nets were growing annoyed with him, I heard. And I don't fucking blame him. Like, 
dude, you have a job to do. Like, I don't think Kyrie's a bad guy because he does a lot of good for like communities and stuff. A hundred percent. But if he, if he really cares about it that much, that's awesome. But then he should just go focus on that and stop playing basketball. Cause he doesn't give a shit. Did you guys see his press conference back today? I just, I saw it that he said that he was dealing with personal stuff and that's why he didn't play. Did you see the video? No. He literally looked like a annoyed high schooler. He had his arms crossed and his head like down in his arms. Like, and he wasn't even answering questions. He was just nodding his head. Yes or no. Like get over yourself, Kyrie. Oh my God. Okay. So here's my take on it. Um, so, since Kyrie has been playing, but he has been super – he's uh, uh, been super involved in the community instead of playing basketball right now. Like, did you see he bought George Floyd's family a home? Yeah, like I said, he, he's like, a, yeah. I don't think he's a bad guy at all. No, no, absolutely not. And I, I know, I definitely agree with that. Um, so, I, I think if he's super passionate about that and helping the community like he has been doing – and it's clearly what he wants to do, then I honestly think he should retire. Yeah, I don't think Stephen A was crazy for saying that. No, I thought he was absolutely correct on that. And I I, and I would not blame Kyrie at all. If Kyrie does not want to play basketball right now, and he would rather focus on bettering the community and, um, I don't know, just social justice stuff, that is awesome. Yeah, I'm then go so happy for, it. for him. Then do that. But stop like burdening your team. Yeah. Who, like your his job right now. I know we don't think of the NBA as a job, but it is. Mm-hmm. His job right now is to go play basketball, and he's not doing that because he doesn't want to. Yeah. So he needs to just decide what he wants to do with his career. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you guys mentioned, what he's doing off the court is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I I don't think there's anybody else in society today that is doing more than Kyrie off the court and like using his voice. But I think he's always had like a work life sort of balance issue. You can go back to even in the final years of Cleveland, like he had issues like trying to sustain his life on the court and off the court. And that carried over into Boston. Now it's carrying over into Brooklyn. So like you guys said, if he, if he wants to fully involve himself off the court, that's great. Fantastic. Everybody would be all for that. But he needs to understand that he also has a job and he needs to show up at the job. And I don't know if, if he can't show up at the job, just retire. Like you guys said, Mm -hmm. he's also, he's also a nut job. Like I think he's legitimately crazy. Um, (laughs) He, he's a flat earther. Yeah, I know. Point number one. Um, He's like a conspiracy theorist. He thinks every, everything's against him. Um, And I thought, remember a couple years ago when he played in Milwaukee at the Mecca um, and they uh, like remade the court to look like the fifties. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you can tell this was played on 50 years ago. It's not new. And they're like, no, actually they made it today. It's not, it's not the same court (laughs) from 1950 Kyrie. And I then know, it's like, use your brain there. <laughs> yeah. And then walking around and blessing the Celtic stadium with Sage. Like he's just, he's, he's on, on an, in another world right now. Kyrie's a nut job. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, but I heard he's coming back uh, tonight, I believe, or yep. next game. Mm-hmm. But 
Uh, yeah, Brooklyn Nets can be really good. We already talked about Harden. He had a 30-point triple-double in the first game, and he looks very good in Brooklyn. Uh, let's move on here to the Knicks and the Celtics. The Celtics are supposed to be one of the best teams in the NBA, and they got shit on by the Knicks, losing by 30. The Okay, the only reason I put this in here is because I'm a – I'm a diehard Bucks fan and I'm petty and the Bucks got massacred by the media when they lost to the Knicks. So I just want to point out to our 14 listeners that the Celtics also got beat worse and with Kemba Walker back. So the Knicks aren't that bad. <laughs> they aren't dude. Julius Randall is playing like crazy. Julius Randall right now is absolutely insane. He, he is making case for most improved too. There's a lot of players that are, the NBA is just good this year. There's a lot of good teams around. Um, I don't know if you want to touch on it too much, but the Bucks nets game yesterday was insane. It was such a good game. And I hope, very good game. I hope we get to see those teams match up in the Eastern conference finals. That would be awesome. Yeah. Hold, I want to talk about the bulls real quick, if that's all right, go for it. So the bulls are six and eight, which is like right on pace for my 30 and 42. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking real good about that. Um, but uh, they have a top 10 offense in the NBA. Like, they just score. They've scored over 120 points a ton this year, but their defense is so bad that that's why they have eight losses already. If Honestly, if they even had, like, an okay defense, they would have a winning record right now. Are they going to make the playoffs? I, th- I think so. They're going to be eighth seed. What are they right now? Um, let's take a quick look. Yeah, I mean, for the Bulls, I saw an article today that Patrick Williams, the rookie that they drafted fourth overall, he's doing really well. He is. <laughs> right should... now, they are tied for ninth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of like where we would expect him to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. Zach Levine is insane. Dude, I, this is why I've been saying he's a top 15 player. And I will say that until the day I die. There's yeah. been there's been rumors that they might trade Levine though. I heard Dallas I, wants him as like a third star. I don't I don't think they will. I think that's the one guy right now you keep. Him and Kobe. Bryant? Too soon. RIP. <laughs> one week, one week until the Oh god. Yeah. Oh my god, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming up Jesus. in a couple days. So, yeah. be a sad time. Uh, let's move on to some NFL news here. <laughs> some more sad times <laughs> for the Bears. Yeah, you want to talk yep. about that, Nick? Yep, the Bears are likely to keep Nagy in pace. So happy about that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm actually very happy as a Packers. I'm ecstatic. Fan. I mean, <laughs> I, and as you guys should be. Yeah, I love it. Um, and then Chuck Pagano retires, which is good because he sucked too. Um, so right now it looks like that the Bears are going to be horrible next year um, unless they get Deshaun Watson and then they'll be 8-8 eight and eight again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just I, – I don't get it. Like uh, – the chair, one of the chairmen for the Bears was saying that like Ryan Pace and Nagy did well this year, 
Um, no, they didn't. They did nothing this year. They did nothing to improve the team. They suck. They, they both need to get the hell out. It's just so annoying. So the so the Bears are going to suck for another year, which is nothing new to me. So I just got to suck that up. And then maybe the year after when Pace and Nagy are gone and we have um, Trey Lance as our quarterback, we could be, might be better. I cannot wait till the Bears draft like a safety in no, the gonna, first round. They're going to draft, draft another tight end. If they draft another <laughs> tight end, I'll shoot myself in the face. I what if it was God. What if it was Kyle Pitts? I don't even know who that is. He's like a oh. projected like top eight pick. He's yeah. actually a really good tight end. He's Florida's tight end. He was crazy. No, I, dude, I swear to God, if we draft another fucking tight end. I'll be so pissed. And you know we're going to. 100% we are. Because why wouldn't we? It's just the question of first round or second round. Yeah. And I, I probably going to be first round. We have like the 20th pick. Why not both? Something like that. You can get oh. one in the first and the second. Dude. <laughs> All right. No, but... we need the only offensive lineman and one quarterback. That's it. It's Nick G's plan to fix the Bears right there. Okay. Do you uh, want to know or – do you want to know who you're projected to take right now in the most recent mock draft? Sure. Uh, Kadarius Tony, wide receiver out of Florida. Actually, well, we we are going to need a wide receiver because Allen Robinson is definitely not going to come back because the Bears front office shit the bet on that too. Is Mitch going to be there? No. What man? The Bears it's might gonna be stink. A whole, it's going to be a whole different team. The Bears are going to go. Four and twelve next year. Okay, mark the tape. <laughs> All right, let's move on here. We have a couple of hires to get through. The Broncos hired George Patton as their new GM. Falcons hired Terry. I'm going to pronounce this last name wrong. Fontenet as their new GM. Washington football team hired Marty Herney as their new GM. In terms of head coaches, I'll get to the Jacksonville hires later for you, Ian. Okay. In terms of in terms of head coaches, Arthur Smith is now the new head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Robert Sala has the great displeasure of coaching the New York Jets. Dan Campbell is now the new head coach of the Detroit Lions. And Brandon Staley, new head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. A lot of moves being made here the past week. Uh, I'm sure we'll see some more. But I think right now the biggest like offseason hire right now is for your Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban Meyer being the new head coach. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Um, I think it's funny. Uh, everyone on Twitter's like, Ooh, is Urban Meyer's game going to translate to the NFL? Um, the Jags won one game. So if he <laughs> wins two, he, we've improved. So I don't think like, I think it's funny. Like we're, we're terrible. Like it can't, it can't get any worse. We might as well try it with a, a winning coach. Like he, who cares? If he doesn't translate. Like you got to take the chance. Um, and then I think Urban Meyer came just because of Trevor Lawrence, which I'm, I'm just, I think the Jags have a pretty promising future as long, if they have a good draft, um, cause yep. they have a ton of money and, um, a lot of draft picks and Trevor Lawrence and Urban Meyer are going to attract free agents. So mm-hmm. hopefully they can get it turned around and, I heard people talking. If Urban Meyer wins a Super Bowl with the Jags, is he one of the greatest coaches in 
all of football, college and NFL all together. Because uh, most coaches yeah. don't translate. Most college coaches don't translate. Nick Saban was a horrible NFL coach. Mm-hmm. The so only good has, one is Pete Carroll. Yeah. So if he has success in both, and Pete Carroll went to the Seahawks, if Urban Meyer wins with the Jags, mm-hmm. like, I mean, he's got to be in that conversation then for just like best all around coach. But the I'm excited. Jags, yeah. The Jags have like a good, they have like some good young guys with Robinson, Chenault, Keelan Cole. Like they definitely have talent. It's DJ just, Chark will be good yeah, with a uh, with an actual quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Like as they just need to draft obviously Trevor Lawrence, which they will, and, and then, then some offense, defense, and then some defense and a couple offensive linemen, and then they're they should be good. Yeah, like, I'm ex- go. I'm excited for the Jag season next year. Yeah, and Urban Meyer is going to have a lot of say in the player personnel. So I don't know why the Jags hired a GM, but they hired Trent Belk as their new GM. Uh, but I have a feeling Urban Meyer is going to have a lot of say in the player personnel department there. Mm-hmm. And the, some other big news in the NFL. Houston Texans is just a shit show and everything is falling apart down there. Um, yeah, I think Houston sports are feeling the curse of the Astros. The no, Astros I- cheated and fucked all of Houston because the Rockets fell apart this week and then the Texans just every day, just like something else happens. Like Deshaun's not talking to them last week. And now this, at the beginning of this week, uh, uh, Deandre Hopkins and Andre Johnson both came out and shit all over the Texans organization told Deshaun Watson, he better, he better leave if he wants any type of career at all. So yeah, the Texans are dead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And honestly, this whole Deshaun Watson situation, I could honestly see him ending up in Miami. Like, it just feels right in my gut that he's going to go to Miami. They have the second best odds in Vegas right now. Well, it's that's not surprising. Like, they can trade Tua and, like, the number three pick back to the Texans and maybe incorporate, like, a second rounder or another first rounder for Deshaun. <laughs> it's like they held the second pick or the third overall pick hostage. They're like, <laughs> we're just going to yeah. hold on to it until you fucking need it back, and then we're going to take – Deshaun Watson from you. Yeah. <laughs> and Houston's one of the only teams to not hire a head coach so far. So that should be interesting to see. Let's get into some playoff football. This past weekend was the divisional round. Let's start off with the first game of the weekend, the Packers versus the Rams. I called it. I called it. Told you this okay, game was. But if you were a Packer fan, you would have been nervous. Honestly, so, no. So Nick, you have you have Aaron Rodgers' best year ever, and Devontae Adams' best year ever. Like you, th- you don't think you're going to beat the sorry ass Rams? Come on, it's the playoffs, the dude. It's the playoffs. Dude, the Rams are so fucking overrated every single year. You know how much I hate the Rams. Of course, I knew that they were going to get slaughtered. God, Jalen Ramsey is a bum. That we can all agree on. Yes. Um, the first touchdown the Packers scored where Devontae Adams like ran motion to one side of the field and then sprinted back the other way. I literally screamed at my TV. What a great fucking play call because I'd never seen that before. And just seeing Jalen Ramsey literally jump up and down whining after that play, it just made me so happy. I, I hate Jalen Ramsey. I know I've said it before, but I just hate Jalen Ramsey. Pretty soon the Jags are going to be better than um, the Rams. Rams. 
So yeah. Jalen Ramsey can sh- fucking stop talking shit. Like, get over it. You left us three years ago. Yeah, I think the thing with that game was there's always one point in the game, in Packers games, where they kind of let off the gas. And that point was in the third quarter. And I thought for a second there, Mike Pettin was going to let the Rams back in the game. And I know I am a proclaimed Mike Pettin hater. And some people think I'm a little bit too harsh on him. But I also, because, like, Ian, you put in the group chat this week that, like, they have, like, what, the 10th-ranked defense? They have the 9th-ranked defense in the NFL. Yeah, see, I, I think those numbers are inflated because they've played pretty bad offenses this year. Like, let's be honest. Who, who are the good offenses that they've played? Tampa Bay. Saints. The Saints. The Bears. Let's not get too far ahead <laughs> of ourselves. No, but I, I think those numbers are inflated. Like, I think the defense has a lots of talent. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't think Mike Patton's the guy for the defensive coordinator. However, with that being said, I'm happy that they won. I am looking forward to a Aaron Rodgers-Tom Brady matchup once again since the Buccaneers beat the New Orleans Saints Sunday night. And, well, was that Drew Brees' last game? Yes. Yeah. Um. Also, shout out to the Packers' offensive line. I think that's they have the best offensive line in the NFL, um, and like it just shows losing Bakhtiari. Like you haven't even noticed that he's not there. Um, and so I just there that offensive line just makes it so easy for Aaron Rodgers to move around and make some of the throws he does. I'm the Packers are good, dude. <laughs> that's all I gotta say. The Packers are good. Yeah, I the Buccaneers beat the Saints, so the Packers will be playing the Buccaneers at Lambeau Field at 3.05 Eastern time on Sunday. And the Buccaneers are a very good team. They put a beat down on the Packers earlier in the year. They won 38-10. to 10. And I don't know. I know Nick doesn't like me saying this, but I am very nervous about this game. Extremely nervous. No, this is a game that I could understand you being nervous for because it's Tom Brady in the playoffs. That is, I 100% get that. See, I'm not even worried about that. I'm worried about that Bucks defense doing what they did to Aaron Rodgers. I just yeah. don't think it'll happen twice. Um, I think I think it's pretty simple. I think if the Packers don't turn the ball over, they'll win. But if you give – because Tom Brady didn't play that great against the Saints – but he got the ball on the 20-yard line every possession because Drew Brees kept throwing picks. So it's like it's easy to score that much when you get the ball. Like if the Packers don't turn it over, I think they have a good shot. Um, I know the Bucks are already ta- Bucks players are already talking. Um, one of their linebackers today came out and said that the Packers don't deserve to be on the same field as them. So I think Why? that's – why do people do that? Because now Aaron Rodgers is going to be like, all right, and then he's going to throw 400 yards and five touchdowns. This is so fucking stupid. Um, this morning on the Pat McAfee show, they asked Aaron Rodgers about uh, his, like, smirk that he did. I'm sure you guys saw it. I saw it, yeah. And, um, he does he, it every game. That pisses yeah, me off so much. He, he told the story. He said that um, – see, he always does the hard count, you know. It's, like, his thing. Um, and one of the – he did the hard count. The Rams players screamed. You're not going to get that on us. You're not going to get that on us. And then that's when he smirked and then threw the 57-yard touchdown to Alvis Hart. <laughs> like, it's just easy for, for Aaron Rodgers. Like, he literally just, like, goes out there and just has, like, a Sunday stroll. 
and but he just tears you up in the process. Like it's just easy for him. He him and Patrick Mahomes see the field better than any two quarterbacks ever. It's insane. Like well, he's just unbelievable to watch. Well, I don't know how well Patrick Mahomes is seeing the field right now, but <laughs> great transition. Let's just move into that game right now. The Chiefs Browns. The Chiefs were rolling in the first half. And then in the second half, the Cleveland Browns came back. Patrick Mahomes got hurt and it turned into a very close game. So I if you told me at the beginning of the week that this was going to be the best game of the weekend, I would have thought you were crazy. But this was the closest game. All the other games were blowouts, like some for the playoffs, I'd say blowouts. Um, but yeah, like this game was crazy. Um Chad Henney somehow willed his team to a win, even though he threw a terrible, terrible, terrible interception. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he overthrew his receipt literally by 20 yards. Um, did you guys see Tyree Kill push his coach on the sideline? Yeah, I did see that. I saw a tweet no, that said, uh, yeah, like after they turned it over some, Tyree Kill like shoved the wide receivers coach. <laughs> I saw a tweet that said, Somebody should tell Tyreek Hill that's his coach, not his girlfriend. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Tyreek Hill is a bad guy. Yep. Great football player. Bad guy. Um, but, yeah, so Mahomes is in concussion protocol still. But to be honest, if I was a Chiefs fan, I would be more worried about his toe than the concussion because I don't know if you guys saw he hurt his toe earlier in the game whether he broke it or it's turf toe toe injuries or something that's you can't really mess with. And especially in Patrick Mahomes is so mobile and the bills defense is crazy good. So like he's going to have to be mobile to beat them. And if he can't move because of his toe, like that's a serious concern. I he'll be fine concussion wise by Sunday, but I I'd be worried about his toe if I was a chiefs fan. Yeah. There's no way that the Kansas City Chiefs are not going to let Patrick Mahomes play oh, yeah. on Sunday. I mean, Andy Reid basically like planted the seed after the game by saying he's fine. He passed everything he needed to. It's just a matter of time before he gets cleared. Like he, He's going to get cleared from the concussion protocol. The NFL is not going to let one of the biggest stars not play in well, yeah. a conference championship game. Now, um, whether it's actually good for the player or not, that's a different story. Well, I, don't, I think Mahomes will – he if he has he has a say because he's Patrick Mahomes he's not gonna not let the team let him play you know yeah like he's he's gonna play no matter how he's feeling he would have stayed out there if he could have even though he literally couldn't walk he was wobbling all over the place it was scary like just seeing on TV like for like Mm -hmm. in that moment when he when he went to the sideline and tried to like run into the tunnel he tried to run like he was fine but he was like bumping into stuff while he was running he was hurt he was really really hurt um, but yeah, obviously we all hope he gets better because he's one of the most exciting players ever. Yeah. And the opponent they will be playing will be the Buffalo Bills after they beat the Baltimore Ravens Saturday night. And in all honesty, that was a really boring playoff game. I mean, we called it the Bills defense is very good. They were going to make Lamar Jackson throw and he can't. He just can't. We've said it a hundred times. Yeah, I mean, if you look at, like, the score of the game, what was it, like, 17-10 or 17-9? 17-3, yeah. I thought. Yeah. Justin Tucker missed two field goals. Oh, that's Yeah, right. and so did Bass. They both missed two field goals. Yeah. yeah. 
looking at that final score, one of those touchdowns by Buffalo was a defensive pick six. Mm-hmm. So in all honesty, like if you're talking about offensive output, it was 10 to three. Like yeah, that, it's an ugly game. That's just super ugly. But I do have a feeling this game against Kansas City is going to be very high scoring. Yeah, it's going to be a shootout, hopefully. That's what I hopefully, want. Hopefully, hopefully. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes shootout. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't I honestly don't know who's gonna win this game. It just depends on Mahomes. Depends how he's feeling. I think if he's a hundred percent, I take the Chiefs. But if he if he has a toe issue, I mean, dude, it's just gonna be tough for him. Yeah. One interesting set I saw about this conference championship weekend coming up. The average age of the AFC quarterbacks is 24 and a half. Average age of the NFC quarterbacks is 40. I saw that. <laughs> we, we are actually witnessing the like old timers and like old heads of the league up against like the up and coming stars, the new guys. Yeah. So I mean, whoever, go ahead. Whoever wins this, these two games and make it to the Super Bowl is going to be an awesome Super Bowl. You're going to have the old head of the league against the up-and-coming guy. Yep. I was about to say, the matchup's going to be very cool no matter what, but the entire world wants to see Mahomes-Rodgers. I don't. That's the literal passing of the torch. Like, Aaron Rodgers is Patrick Mahomes. Like, like was Patrick Mahomes. So, you don't? No, I want to see a Bucks bills Well, you just don't want the Packers to make the Super Bowl. Well, duh. Yeah, I want to see a Bucks Bills. I want Josh Allen to win a ring. Well, if the Bucks make it, I'm rooting for the AFC. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah one one last thing we forgot to mention about the Packers Rams game. I saw a report after the game that Sean McVay and Jared Goff's relationship is reportedly strained, and I don't really know what to make of it because it doesn't seem like their relationship is that bad. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Goff was hurt, so he he didn't sucks. he didn't play that bad. Yeah, Goff does. He's he's not Goff the best quarterback. Sucks. He got paid so much money for to do what? Nothing. He's well, so fucking bad. Well, it's interesting because the top two quarterbacks in that draft class, if you remember, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, both just are overpaid. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Is Matt Lafleur a better coach than Sean McVay? Yeah. Do you you know why Jared Goff has any success in his career? It's because Sean McVay is feeding him info until the very last second. He's Mm -hmm. in Jared Goff's ear until like the mic cuts out. That's true. Yeah. No, McVay's a genius, but I mean, shout out to Matt LaFleur, dude. Well, just Matt LaFleur has more talent on that team. I also just, when I watched like, I just it's just amazing to me how terrible um Mike McCarthy was watching Matt LaFleur for these two years. It's like wow, if you have a somewhat competent coach, we could literally be in the NFC championship every year. But instead we'd be like ten and six, nine and seven sometimes because of McCarthy. God, what a trash coach. <laughs> yeah. Also, I feel terrible for Drew Brees because he's one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. And if this was his last game, he just played terrible. Did you see that moment after the game with hit uh, him and Brady? That was super nice. Very cool. I I, yes. I like Tom Brady. I, he seems like a good guy. I just mm-hmm. don't like the the media 
the way the media yeah. portrays him as like the undisputed goat because it definitely can be disputed. Um, but yeah, I and that was a cool moment. He seemed both of those guys seem like just good dudes, good dads. Yeah, that was a very cool moment. Let's move on here to another big football game that seems like it happened weeks ago. Yeah, that's crazy that this happened last week. The national championship has actually happened between times that we have recorded, and Alabama just absolutely killed Ohio State. I called that too. Yeah, you did. I I figured Alabama was going to win, but I was like, I'll just pick Ohio State because I really want them to win. But, yeah, it was not close. <laughs> Devontae Smith is has to be – he is the best college wide receiver ever, in mm-hmm. my opinion, now after this season. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. have been saying that. Like, he, he it's just so easy for him. He's just so much faster than everybody that he's wide open on every single play. Mm-hmm. If you look at his stats, you're like, oh, he had a good game, and he didn't play the second half. He got yeah. hurt. Put up 12 receptions, 216 yards, and three touchdowns in the first <laughs> half. He didn't play. He didn't play in the second half. Like, are you kidding me? I it's know. unreal numbers. That yeah, I mean, he's he was on pace for 24 receptions. That's that absurd. That is absurd. Oh man, no. But Nick Saban got his seventh national championship. He is now ahead of Bear Bryant in terms of total championships, but he is tied with Bear Bryant in terms of championships at Alabama. So we'll see if he can win one more there. He will. He will, yeah. They have they have the number one recruiting class of all time coming in next year. Yes. So they're going yes. to be just fine. <laughs> it's Alabama. They're always fine. Speaking of people leaving, in this game, Trey Sermon, Justin Fields, and Mac Jones will all – uh, forfeit their final year of eligibility and enter the NFL draft, which Trey Sermon, actually, he only played one snap and got hurt and he was out for the majority of the game. That was a big, that was a big swing right there. Like he's been, he had been unbelievably good all year. And then for him to, what did he do? Break his collarbone? I don't know, but I, I heard he hurt his shoulder and then he was taken to the hospital. Like, yeah, he had to go to the quarter. hospital immediately. So mm-hmm. that was a big blow. Like after that, it was like, Oh crap. They just lost. I mean, to be fair, um, Master Teague is pretty He's good. He's not bad. No, he was supposed to be the backup this year, and then or the guy this year, and then Trey Sermon just kind of came out of nowhere. But, but yeah, like it just it it wasn't even a matchup. Um, I'm yeah. kind. I was not surprised about Fields or Sermon, but Mac Jones declaring surprised me a little bit. Like I think he looked a lot better because of the he had Devonte Smith to throw to. I don't know if he's and like that highly touted but although in the mock draft i just looked at he was projected to go fourth so yeah mac jones will be a top 15 top 20 pick easily i think that's why he declared yeah and he's but... got a great dad bod <laughs> oh that picture was awesome yeah <laughs> it's like anybody if that dude can go win a national championship then i can do anything <laughs> um, no. i think justin fields might have wanted to stay a little bit because he waited till the last day that you were eligible to declare to, to declare, and um, his best wide receiver Chris Olave is staying. So I feel like Fields kind of thought about it. I think he really wanted to win a national championship, to be so yeah. close two years in a row. Um, but like, you just can't 
you can, but I don't blame him for not passing up that guaranteed money. Yeah. So, but Chris Olave staying really surprised me. Yeah. He would have been drafted in the first round. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that surprised me too. Cause he would have been, if not a first round an early second round pick. Mm-hmm. So I think the question going into next year for Ohio state is who's going to be throwing Chris Olave the ball. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be fine because they're Ohio state and I'm sure they have unbelievably good players behind them and their whole defense is pretty much coming back. Cause their defense was really young. Yeah. Everybody except for Sean Wade, I want to say that cornerback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ohio state's going to be best team in the big 10 again. Yeah. No questions about that. Uh, let's go to the sec here. Tennessee fired Jeremy Pruitt and 13 other Tennessee football staff members this past week. Uh, I'm not surprised about the Jeremy Pruitt firing because he didn't really do much at Tennessee, but the, the why as to he was fired, there were numerous disturbing violations throughout the program is what I read. They didn't get into the details of it, but it looks like Tennessee could possibly be hit with uh, sanctions from the NCAA. So I saw one today saying that they were handing out wads of cash inside McDonald's bags to, mm-hmm. for when their recruits come and visit. I saw that was one of the reports yep. that came out this morning, which I is that too. <laughs> thinking you're getting some fucking McDunks and you pull out a couple thousand bucks. <laughs> pull up five bands. Yeah. Well, this isn't the Big Mac I ordered. I think I'd <laughs> rather have a Crispy Ranch snack wrap, to be honest. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So that ends the college football segment. Until further notice, it was a great year. We had our ups, we had our downs, we had our we made shocks. It, we, we made it through. Go Cats. We made it through. I'm just glad we got a college football season. Which the ending of the college football season means we can focus all of our attention on college basketball. And boy, oh boy, did the Big Ten live up to that. Again. Yeah, again. We'll start with uh, Michigan just absolutely annihilated. Wisconsin earlier in the week. <laughs> um, Ian put Michigan, somebody put Michigan routes Wisconsin in the Google Doc. I honestly don't know if that's a strong enough word to describe what happened. <laughs> I, I would use another phrase, but I feel like it's not very child friendly for the airwaves here. But Wisconsin just absolutely looks like shit. And yeah. I also Michigan put in that, I also put in that Michigan is legit. Um, but then I took it out because their next game, they lost by 20 to Minnesota. So I was like, okay, I won't put that they're legit because I guess nobody in the Big Ten is legit or everybody's legit. I, I don't think know. everything, I think everyone is just good. Yeah. Like it just, any given night, any team in the Big Ten can win except for Penn State and Nebraska. No, like that's the, that's the reality of the Big Ten, though. Like any team can win on any given night. Like mm-hmm. they, the conference winner of the Big Ten is probably going to have six, Six, seven conference losses total. Like, that's crazy to think about. That is crazy. So, Ian mentioned Michigan. Ohio State beat Illinois this past week. Uh, Illinois has been on a bit of a free fall here ever since beating Duke early in the year. And Wisconsin bounced back from that annihilation with a win at Rutgers. So, they're at the rack. So, the Big Ten is continuing to live up to the hype. The Big 12 is actually a very good conference and it 
honestly, it might be better than the Big Ten in some eyes. But Oklahoma State beat Kansas. That was a bit of an upset there. Uh, let's see. And Mac McClung, did you guys see this game winner? Texas Tech yep. beat Texas. That was a yeah. great game. Yeah, I was texting you during the game. Um, sh- shout out Mac McClung, dude. That was a that was a very confident shot he took. He did not. He took the ball up and just pulled up. He did not look to pass for one second, and he just drilled it. He was also injured taking that shot too. Really? Yeah, he got he got hurt like two minutes before the shot, and he was like limping around. I don't know how severe the injury was, but just added to the moment. When your adrenaline's like that, he probably didn't even realize it till after. Yeah. Texas Tech then went on to lose to Baylor in a very close game. And Baylor just yesterday beat Kansas to continue their dominance in the Big 12. And when you're looking at the tiers of college basketball here, Gonzaga and Baylor are the clear-cut tier one teams. Yep. Yeah, those teams are those teams are awesome. Um, I wish we could have seen them play earlier in the year. But their game got canceled and never was rescheduled. Yeah, that would have been a great game. Uh, there's some ACC news. Virginia Tech knocks off Duke in a very close game. Duke stinks. Duke stinks. Hmm. I, I wouldn't say stink. They're, they're not as good as they are in years past. They'll make the tournament, but they won't go far. They're one of the first four in right now. They're okay. right on the brink. Maybe they are actually bad. But... Hmm. And other teams, Virginia beat Clemson by 35, which is actually, like, shocking because Clemson's supposed to be one of the best teams in the ACC. Yeah, they were ranked, like, 16th, and Virginia was, like, 23, I think, something like that. But, um, yeah, I saw – this is, like, the first time since 1950 that Duke, North Carolina, and Kentucky are all unranked at the same time. That's so. nuts. I know. I wish I wasn't a fan of one of those teams. <laughs> yes. Uh, some good news about March Madness. I don't know if you guys saw, but the schedule came out today. March Madness nice. will begin. The first four will be March 17th, and everything will conclude on April 5th. Yep. Uh, in terms of like just the scheduling changes, they've moved. So like the first and second round now start on a Friday and end on a Monday. Then the next round actually starts on a Saturday and ends on a Tuesday. Nice. Yeah, it's a little weird, but I don't care if we get a tournament. Yeah, just give me a tournament. That's all I really want out of it. I'm gonna if if they give an option for fans to quarantine and then go to the games in the bubble, I legit will a billion percent do it. <laughs> for the content. I'll vlog that, it. <laughs> that'd be sick. Yes. Moving on to other sports, there was some MLB news today, Nick. Yes, there was. The Mets fired their uh, GM for sending unsolicited texts to a female reporter. He sent 62 straight text messages to this chick. Obviously, dick pics were included because this dude is disgusting. Um, so, yeah, he got fired right away. The owner of the Mets said that they have absolutely zero tolerance for that, and they fired him right away. Um also, dude, how do you not take the hint after, like, the first three? I mean, 62? Some people it's... just don't know how to take a hint. <laughs> like, like, dude, how? 62? 
Bro, you like need that dude needs help. That dude is unbelievably horny, and he needs to get at that in check. Him and Stephen A would really have something in common there. <laughs> but no. no, like so that that was nuts. No, but like sixty-two. I I feel like a psychopath when I send like three in a row. Text not. <laughs> but let me clarify. I was gonna say, whoa, whoa. But no, yeah, yeah. Uh, sixty-two is a lot. Would not want to do that. No, that was I. I don't know, dude. That dude was just a fucking idiot. He so, was hired a month ago too. So how long has he been doing it? Well, there were sixty-two text messages. It's Jeez. like two a day. Oh God. Yeah, okay. so see you, dude. <laughs> okay. Time for, time for everybody's favorite segment, The Bachelor, as Nick gets up and leaves. Um, <laughs> Did he really? Yes. Oh, my. Uh, Queen Victoria. Just, she needs to shut the fuck up. Dude, I, it's stupid how mad she makes me. Oh, my God. God, she is so annoying. And I like literally makes me want to die every time I see her on my fucking TV screen yesterday. So we have two weeks to cover. Um, in yesterday's episode, Liam, when spoiler alert, Sarah went home and she started clapping. Oh my God. I was like, bitch, shut the fuck up. No, nobody likes her at all. She, she has to be there because of the producers. There's no other way like she can that Matt can somehow have feelings for her. Yeah, and she got that one girl sent home. I can't remember her name, but because Vic, like oh yes, uh, Marilyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Victoria said that Marilyn was starting all this drama when it was actually Victoria that did everything. And Matt sent her home and not Victoria, of course, because that's just how this stupid show works. But I stay tuning in every week. Yeah. Uh, let's let's get into the Sarah drama now. Okay. I mean, so first off, I, last week, I don't know if you saw this scene, but Sarah had like a pound of makeup on her face. <laughs> yeah. And it got onto Matt's face after like she kissed him, which yeah. is just outrageous. Yeah, but, um, the the opposing complexions didn't didn't do uh, justice for either of them last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then this past week, uh, Sarah got very emotional. She felt like she was getting bullied by the rest of the house, and ended up like not talking to the rest of the house for like I'm pretty sure it was days on end. Mm-hmm. It just ended up leaving because of family issues. Yeah, so she was just really upset that um. Like she just didn't think she it would be as hard to watch Matt be with other girls as it was, which I get. But like, you signed up the for the bat, yeah. Like, like I get that. But like, if you know that's a problem, then you don't sign up to be on The Bachelor. So, um, I liked Sarah. I thought she was she seemed nice, and I know none of the girls liked her. But I think mo- most of the girls like didn't know. Like when she went to talk to Matt, she wasn't going to talk to him just to like ruin their time. She went to talk to him to be like, "Hey, I think I'm going to leave." So like, 
the girl, if the girls actually knew that they would have let her talk because they obviously just wanted to leave so that they have a better chance. But yeah, I felt, I felt bad for it when she was, everybody was giving her shit. And then she was talking about how like her dad was basically on his deathbed. So she wanted to go home, but yet Victoria just was like, good. I hate you fucking you fake bitch. And then all of this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I personally thought that Sarah was being a little bit too like needy with the time up until she mentioned that her dad was on her deathbed. Mm-hmm. And then it was kind of like, oh, well, maybe she was trying to get a point across. But still, I, I thought that taking time from other girls is probably not the best idea. Do you think the faint was real? No. No, you don't. Well, the I shouldn't faint say that. Ga- the faint gate. Well, actually, no, I'm going to change my answer. I think it was real because she had a rose. She had no reason to faint. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, everybody's like, oh, she just wants attention. It's like, dude, she just went on a one-on-one and she already got her rose. I don't think it was fake. No, I think she just, I think she's just a very emotional person and just a lot was going going on in her life on the show and off. So, yeah, I don't. She pulled a Patrick Mahomes right there. (laughs) I guess so. But yeah, I don't think it was fake. No, I think, I don't think. I think it was, I don't think it was fake. No, but I think that Matt James is a psychopath because he kisses with his eyes open. Yeah. My sister pointed that out to me watching last week and now I can't unsee it. No. Um, And the thing is that he does this, like there have been like in his previous relationships, the girls have come out and said that this is like a norm for him. Yeah. I saw a TikTok. That was like, my friend used to date him and he kissed with his eyes open, watch the next episode. And then he did it. I was like, Oh my God, that's fucking, it's just weird, dude. If she like opened his eyes and saw that she's going to shit her pants. His be- I, big, beautiful eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, that's just a psychopath behavior to me. Yeah. He should probably get that checked out. Uh, I think that's it for The Bachelor. However, we do have some big news that came across today for The Bachelorette. Everybody's favorite couple, Claire and Dale, broke up. Yep, they did. Um, Shocking. I'm, I hope this doesn't make people think bad of me and this doesn't reflect my character, but I hope Claire dies alone. <laughs> I that was nice. I well, dude, I seriously, I hate her. I I genuinely hate her. Um, and I just, I thank God this didn't last because Dale was definitely in an abusive relationship. Claire definitely beat his ass. Um, there was even one interview where Dale started to talk and Claire didn't like it, and Claire literally gave him an elbow. <laughs> like she's a psychopath. And um, nobody deserves to be with somebody like that. So for the good of everybody else, I hope that when she passes away peacefully, she is not in a relationship. Oh, my God. To put it nicer. Well, she's a bitch. She shouldn't. (laughs) That's not my fault. Sorry. Jesus. I mean, I think we all saw this coming. Like, I'm not shocked. Oh, yeah. No, duh. She's crazy. Like, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. She... Yeah, she's crazy, and anybody who gets, like you said, engaged after a couple weeks, it's there's like a 0.1% chance that that actually lasts. 
No, right. I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm not shocked. I laughed when I saw it, actually. Yeah, I was. I, I, I laughed in pure happiness. I was through the roof. Dale can go back to being a party city model. <laughs> okay, you guys want to get into questions of the week? Yes, sir. Yes. All right, let's see. What should we start with? Um, Nick and I have talked about this one before. So if you could switch lives with anybody, who would you pick? Oh, yeah. Um, Tyler Hero. Yeah, that was that's a good pick. With anybody? Um, yep. Probably Tom Brady. Ooh, really? I, like, see, I think he's a great guy. I, th- I think he's won enough. But if I wanted to put myself in a situation, like, where I would be, like, financially okay and, like, have the respect of anybody, everyone, six rings and a whole lot of cash is something I would definitely be tempted into. I'm definitely doing Tyler Hero. So I think my Plus, answer would be um, David Dobrik. Oh, that's a good yeah, one. yeah. You said this because one, he has unlimited money. Um, he's also like only 23 or 24, so I'd only be losing like one year or two years off my life. Um, Nick would be gaining fucking. Would yep. you? Yeah. I think yeah. I'm older than him. I think. Yeah. Um. And also, I feel like David Dobrik could probably get any girl he wanted, which would definitely be a perk. And being a millionaire at the age of 23 is something I'm interested in. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'd probably go David Dobrik. And YouTube. And he doesn't even make YouTube videos anymore. So it's like he just sits around and makes money. Yeah. So it's a good answer. Thank you. I've I've had time to think about it, so I won't take too much credit for it. (laughs) Um, if you could be one age forever, what age would you want to be? Oh God. Um, like 23. Yeah. Around there. Yeah. I'd probably go like 21 or 22 Yeah, because like you're old enough to drink, but like, that's still like a time where like you're allowed to have fun. Like you don't have to be a yeah. grown up at 21 cause you're still in school. So yeah. I feel like that's a good age because you can you're old enough to do whatever you want, but you like also are allowed to have fun. Yeah, yeah. I would like go 22. like twenty two. I'll go like twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. I I think those are probably the prime of most people's like. I won't say prime, but like where they're allowed to have the most fun and like least responsibilities. Yeah. So, okay. Um, last one. Um, if you were offered one superhuman ability, which one would you pick? This is a toughie. That is, oh, that's. Yeah, there's a lot to choose from. Teleportation is definitely up there. (sighs) That would be that would be sick. Mm -hmm. That's definitely up there. I think I think for me it boiled down to either invisibility or teleportation. Yeah, I think flying would be very cool. That yeah, that would be awesome too. I feel like that'd just be fun. Like you know, like some people just like, mm-hmm. oh, I just like to go on drives because it's nice. Mm-hmm. Imagine just being like, I'm just gonna go for a fl- a flight. Yeah, 
like that's go for just, a quick flight just just around just like and i also think like sky views of stuff is super cool so yeah. if you like fly above a city that'd be awesome i'm thinking teleportation because then you could literally go anywhere and then be back in a, a millisecond it's like so the like, uh spongebob episode want to see me run to that mountain <laughs> want to see me do it again <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so like that like you could go you could go somewhere like for a day let's say you wanted to go to freaking hawaii for the day you could go to hawaii for a day and then go right back like... home and, and sleep in your bed Oh yeah, I wouldn't have to like pay for flights. Yeah, you could literally like I know like like me, I like to sleep in my own bed. Yeah. So like I could go somewhere, teleport back to my bed when I'm ready to go to bed, and then teleport right back to yeah. wherever I was. That's a good one, dude. Yeah. I would exactly. never I would never have to get a DD again. I know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. You don't need like a designated driver or anything. Could I get in trouble for flying while drunk? Probably yes. not. Can they catch you? That's the thing. No, they can't catch <laughs> me, dude. I, I, I don't know. Also, with teleportation, honestly, you really want to get to You could, like, go to, like, freaking Mars or some shit. True. I mean, you might... Just hold your breath. Yeah, no, you'd you, have to... I, no, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was imagine thinking, too, an astro- Imagine an astronaut with teleportation, bro. They could go freaking anywhere. Yeah, true, because it, take, it wouldn't take you, like, six months to get to somewhere. Yeah. Like that's just awesome. So yeah, I feel like teleportation could also get you in some trouble if you think like, God, I just really want like to break into Elon Musk's house. Yeah, and then, like, you it just, just takes you there. there. Yeah, you just like, oh, go shit. there, and then you just go right back home. Oh, this is a pretty cool house. Zoom, just go right back home. Also, here comes like the fat kid in me. Oh, I'm kind of I kind of want Portillos, but it's 45 yeah. minutes away. Yes. Boom. No, exactly. Got my fucking, I'm in the Portillos drive-through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be so awesome. Yeah. Okay. I like that teleportation. I still think I'd choose flight just because it'd be mm. cool. But teleportation is a great answer. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get into our top five. This week we have our our top five stadium foods. This is a tough list to make because there's so many good foods. Yeah, I like when we talk about foods. I feel like it, it <laughs> sparks some good discussions. I'll start it off. Okay. Coming in, number five, I have a pizza slice. Classic. Just comes in the little pizza box. Just open that bad boy up, piping hot pizza. Yeah. It's just, it, I don't know, it just absolutely hits. Um, disclaimer, we're only doing like generic foods. We're not doing like specific stadiums. Like I, you can't be like, Oh, I want, I like Chick-fil-A at the Pfizer forum. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or bone of beef at, at the white Sox or the white Sox play. Yeah. 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 So it's just like generic stuff that you can get literally everywhere. Yep. Um, okay. I'll go next. Um, my number five, I have a pretzel. Okay. Yep. Yeah, um, with some cheese sauce, maybe. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I love pretzel. But unpopular opinion, I don't like it with salt. No, that's fair because they put so much fucking salt yes, on them. Yes, they put – any of you are like, I just want a little bit. They just pile it on. Mm-hmm. So I just like some butter sauce and then some cheese dip, and I'm yeah. chilling. That's I, that's good for me. I See, I love salt in my food, so. I usually do too, but like – this also the fucking salt pieces they use are the size of rocks. 
Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're the size of pebble. It's gravel. It's like <laughs> yeah. gravel on your pretzel. <laughs> yeah. All right, my my number five. I have popcorn. Uh, Good one. I yeah. I think I think that popcorn is one of those foods where like you can have it anywhere, but you can't have too much of it, and it it's not at the top of my list because it's kind of like generic, but it's it's a staple at every sporting event. Yep. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, for my number four, I guess this is kind of exclusive to baseball stadiums, but an ice cream helmet. No, that's fine. I okay. like when you th- when people think of stadium food, they mostly think of baseball. Yeah. So that's that's honestly what I thought of, but um, yeah, it's def. I would say definitely an ice cream helmet because I don't know why I just love holding the helmet and then you get to bring it home afterwards uh-huh. and wear it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With the ice cream. Wear it as a yamaka. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, my number four. Um, just, just a brat with, uh, some peppers, some ketchup and mustard, some relish, just a nice brat. I'm a big, I'm a brat guy. Not, I don't like hot dogs. That's a super Wisconsin thing. It it is. Sorry. I was born and raised in Wisconsin. (laughs) My bad. Brats, brats just have no flavor. They don't. You're going to hate my You should get, you should get an Italian sausage. That's what you should get. That's an Italian answer. That's such a Chicago answer. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want something with flavor or do you just, do you just want a, a meat penis? Oh, is this your list? I'm <laughs> no, sorry. but I'm allowed to judge you. I'm allowed to judge you, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, bro, I, I think brats are good. Do you like hot dogs? Yes. See, I don't like hot dogs. I'd much rather have a brat. Okay. Brats are just tougher to eat i like the challenge <laughs> uh my number four i'm gonna say pizza but i think nick's gonna change it to deep dish pizza just for the chicago thing but shut up <laughs> i'm gonna judge him for that too no oh, no thin slice pizza that's such a wisconsin answer <laughs> shut up shut up no but i pizza at a sporting event like pizza by the slice you just get it eat it nice and easy uh, it's has that little bit of grease on it. So it kind of puts you in your comfort zone Has a nice little filling to you. Oh, I, I love it. If it had like pepperoni or sausage on the pizza, I'm not a big Absolutely. cheese pizza guy, but yeah, pizza would be number four for me. Mm-hmm. You got to have meat on the pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got to get your protein in. Yeah. For number three, I have hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. okay shut up shut up no i'm not gonna say anything i just said okay i'm just thinking going to a baseball game and you get a nice vienna beef hot dog which is a chicago thing but getting a nice vienna beef hot dog is just absolutely delicious just i mean everybody's out. everybody's taste buds are different i i'm not judging you at all so i wish you wouldn't judge me well i wish i could but oh, okay <laughs> Um, so this one, I, I hope you guys accept this answer. It's not a food, but I just have a large soda on a hot day. Uh, absolutely is allowed. Absolutely is allowed. Like, like a, like a souvenir cup mm-hmm. of whatever your favorite drink is. I uh, like a hot day at a baseball stadium or like a concert. Yeah. Oh my God. It just hits this. Like it just, for some, it just tastes so much better when you're sweating. 
Mm-hmm. So. All right. Large anything. I, it doesn't have to be soda. I prefer soda, yeah. but I know some people might like beer, but that's not me. My number three, I have cheese curds. And if we're being more like general stadium foods, I'd go mozzarella sticks as well. Yeah. Mm. Cheese curds, that's a Wisconsin thing. So to be more general, I'll just say mozzarella sticks because they're basically mm-hmm. the same thing. Or you could just say deep fried cheese. Uh-huh. I will stick with the mod sticks. Okay. <laughs> no. Do you like mozz- marinara sauce? I do. Yep. Okay. Good. See, so yeah, see, I can dip my mozzarella sticks in like marinara sauce or ranch. I like dipping them in ranch too. Yeah, I'm a ranch guy. I know Nick's not. He's shaking his head right now. I, no, I, lo- I like ranch. I do. He's going to judge us. I think Classic. dipping your mozzarella sticks in ranch should be a sin. Hey, you well, you don't believe you in sins. Uh, okay, then I, think, <laughs> then I think you should go to jail for it. Okay, that's better. Let's at least be consistent. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should go to jail for dipping a fucking mozzarella stick in ranch. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? God, someone's a little bit judgy on this podcast today. <laughs> yeah, I know. This, we should stray away from food discussions from now on. I love talking about food, though. <laughs> yeah, so do I. It's, it, it, it's fun. All right, number two, nachos. Obviously, classic, yeah. Obvi- like just nachos at where literally whatever sporting event is just absolutely phenomenal. It's just like something you like have to get. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two, I have cheese fries. Oh yeah, I feel like kind of kind of along the same thing as uh nachos. Mm-hmm. Like I just cheese fries are just so good, no matter where you get them from. Um, I, I feel like I, that's my go-to whenever I go to a sporting event or whatever, but yeah, I, cheese fries are just so good and they're always so, so hot. It's like awesome. you got to give them a while to cool down because they'll yeah. just burn your fucking burn the roof of your mouth to smithereens. <laughs> All right. My, my number two, this isn't a like stadium food, but it's incorporating stadium food, a tailgate brought with a beer. Just okay. We'll yeah, that's with, fair. Yeah, because we'll you because everybody has that at baseball games. So mm-hmm. I think the tailgate. I know you don't like brats, Nick, but brats are very good in my opinion, especially when you cook them perfectly and you got the little smoke ring around it. Oh, just golden. And to pair that with like an ice cold Miller Lite on a hot sunny day in like a baseball stadium parking lot, playing some bags with your friends. Oh, just perfect. Okay, I really want to go to a fucking baseball game. I was going to say, right I now. cannot wait till we can go back to sporting events, dude. Yeah, if I, if I can go to a White Sox game this year, I'm 100% going. I mean, you'll de- we'll definitely be able to. Yeah, I just, I just got to go, dude. I can... Going a year without seeing them sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one, I hope that we all have the same number one. I guarantee I have a different number one. Than I have you. a different number one. I have Dippin' Dots. Oh, I actually did the same number one yeah, as you. I, I did not it. know you were a Dippin' Dots yeah. guy. Uh, oh, my God. I have to have Dippin' Dots every time I go to a game. Wow. Yeah. No, I 1,000% yes. agree. Dippin' Dots are the best. Yes, absolutely. And the uh, my favorite is the banana split. Okay. I like the cookies and cream. Yep. That one's also fantastic. It's just uh, you just have to get Dippin' Dots. You just have to. The way the little balls just melt in your mouth, like on impact of your tongue, is just, just the best, dude. Dippin' dots yep. are undefeated. 
Yep. Wow. I did not expect that. I thought I was going to be the only one to have Dippin' Dots on this list. That's no, incredible. No. That that I knew that was going to be no, my number one from same. the start. Yeah, yeah. same. That it's un, they're undefeated. Mm-hmm. See, I've like never actually had Dippin' Dots, so I could not put it on my list. Wow. When we, when we go to a game, we're going to have to get you some Dippin' Dots. Yeah. Okay. I have seen them. They're they're, they'll be, they're, they'll but... be on me. They'll be on me. Okay. Yeah. My treat. Okay. My we'll number one. On, we'll put on the podcast card, the company card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My number one, then, I have just a classic hot dog. I think having a hot dog at a sporting event is a staple. Not Hot dogs at sporting events taste better than hot dogs at home, in my opinion. There's just mm-hmm. something about it. Something oh, about I mean, 100%. Yeah, they do. But I love just having a classic hot dog or two or three or four. Maybe we'll round it up to five. Who knows? All of these foods taste better at a stadium compared oh. to at home. Mm-hmm. 100%. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to say an honorable mention, um, just a bottle of water. Uh, because I, when I go to a game, I drink like three or four bottled waters. I spend like almost $30 on bottled waters. But I just, there's something about a goddamn Aquafina water bottle that just hits at a stadium. Could you have picked a worse water? Uh, yeah, I could have picked Dasani. Dasani. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm not a psychopath. Come on. I'd rather drink fucking Piggly Wiggly water than oh, Dasani. Same. Pig water is actually pretty good. Eh, for water. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's better than Dasani. Dasani's actually gross. I'd rather have. Oh, it tastes like rust. Yeah. I'd rather have Smart Water. I'm all about the Smart Water. Same. Yeah. But, that and Life Water. Those two. Oh, those Life Water. Is that what I got at the restore? Yeah, you got life. I would drink life two water. of the giant things of smart water every single day, though. I don't know what it was about life water, dude. It just tasted so much better than everything else. But, yeah, life water is really, really good. Yeah. Okay. Um, off topic. Um, I actually have something, just a cool, fun tidbit. Um, it's actually about the NBA, but I forgot to bring it up. So I just saved it yeah. till now. Um, so in 2014, the Milwaukee Bucks were bought for $550 million. Today, they are worth $1.86 billion. So yeah. in six years, since we the year after we drafted Giannis, we've increased by $1.3 billion. And it's basically all because of him. Yeah, it's crazy. It is almost like tripled your money. It is unbelievable how much value that little Greek kid brought to the fucking city of Milwaukee. (laughs) It's it's insane. When I saw it, I was like, oh my God. 550 million for an NBA team. Fucking it's fucking pocket change. Or 550, I say five hundred fifty thousand. No, five hundred fifty million, yeah. Yeah. Five hundred fifty million. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're worth one point eight three billion. Yeah, that's awesome. It's It's insane. insane insane uh i have something to add to the off-topic portion starting well obviously starting this week we are going to be releasing our podcast on tuesday through the super bowl and then after the super bowl we'll go to sunday night to do school school schedules with all of us yep so just want to let all our listeners know about that one uh so that's all i have to add to the off-topic do we want to talk about our idea for donations oh, yes yes so nick wasn't part of this because he wasn't here yesterday but I had nick, to work. liam and Sorry. i came up with 
an idea. Yeah, so – Or Liam if, came with an idea, not me. All credit goes to you. It's a team <laughs> effort. So this is what I was thinking. I was thinking that for every listen and every new Twitter follower that we get on this episode up until next week's episode, we donate $1 towards the Barstool Fund for that. All right. I'm down for that. Yeah, I think it's just hopefully – get pe- more people to listen and then it goes to a really good cause so mm-hmm. yeah the barstool fund is a great cause it has raised over 24 million dollars i want to say for small businesses across america uh we want to bring awareness to that we want to donate so for every listen that we get on this episode up until next week's episode and every new twitter follower that we get we will donate one dollar of our personal money towards the barstool fund so run it up. Don't be a piece of shit who doesn't like to donate. <laughs> make sure, yep. make sure you pressure's on to share us now. If you don't share us now, then you're just a terrible person. Then you don't like charities. Yeah. You don't like small businesses. Yeah. You don't care. The, about the heart, the wow. backbone of America. You want them to fail. <laughs> How dare you? Okay. Is that all we got? Yep. Alrighty. Um, once again, thank you guys for listening. Um, make sure you rate and review us on Apple podcasts. Um, make sure you follow our Twitter, our Instagram and our TikTok now. Um, and yeah, I think that's all we got. Thank you guys. And we will talk to you again next week. Hey!